This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport fan network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win... Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, it's a warm welcome as ever to the Chelsea legend that is Mr. Kerry Dixon for the Kerry Dixon Show. Kerry, how are you today? I'm fine, thanks, Dave. Great stuff. Now, uh, it's a busy, busy, busy week this week, but uh, I'm going to kick off with the the match against Palace from uh, from last uh, Sunday, um, which you know I, I I wasn't kind of surprised by how it went. Really, I think I think Palace, you know, were always going to be awkward opposition they've had a very good record uh, at Stamford Bridge over the last couple of years um, but you know once we scored you would have thought that we would have gone on to win comfortably but of course they came back um, and it seemed to me that you know it all changed as you would expect when Hazard came on in the in the second half yeah uh, <clears throat> they, they they fought um, I've, I've got to be honest I, I still think Chelsea were overall the dominant side, and I think it wasn't a bad performance. Um, you know, I think uh, we deserved to win in the end. Obviously, I've said many a time that uh, we're a different side with Eden Hazard in. A few results um, without him um, doesn't necessarily change the fact that he is the difference between uh, winning and losing certain games and certainly breaking down tough opposition. He is undoubtedly the difference um, for us. Um whether we would have won or not without his intervention remains to be seen. But nevertheless, um, he is uh, um, our pearl, if you like, and, and we have him at our disposal. And uh, he, he came on to good effect and, yeah, definitely made a difference. Yeah, I mean, he's a world-class player, so he's always going to make a bit of difference if he comes on. Um, our usual... Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say we disagree on this all the time, but, uh, you know, Morata scored two goals... Um, I mean, I'm not going to be lulled into saying, oh, you know, that's it. He's going to bang 20 in this season. But at the end of the day, you know, that's what you want your strikers to do, isn't it? They know they need to put the ball in the onion bag. If they do nothing else for the match and they score two goals, surely that's what we pay them for, isn't it? 
without shadow of a doubt. Um, you know, and he must be listening to the show because he's starting <laughs> to take notice. And, uh, you know, he, he, he is standing up and be counted. Um, there is a slight change in his game. He's realised that he's going to have to um, take a bit more physical stick. It's a, it's a different league to what he has been used to. And maybe the penny is starting to drop. Um, he is getting goals, which uh, is what he's paid for. Um, and, and, and as far as I'm concerned, the, the last month or so uh, has been a breath of fresh air as far as uh, watching him is concerned. It might be compared to when he first came. But I think when he first came, it was just something different to what was there before. And uh, he did get a few goals. Uh, but once um, defenders started to realise um, certain situations, then that's when his game, for me, dipped a little bit. OK, people will argue injuries and so on. But I'm not a fan yet. I still believe he can make it. Um, signs are that he's he could possibly make it at Chelsea. Um, it's all positive the last month. And let's keep it going for, till the end of the season then maybe you'll see an ex-centre-forward change his mind about someone. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think at the end of the day, you know, you do have to, to give these people time. And I think this this is very kind of, you know, modern world thing, isn't it? You know, everybody's very quick to judge one way or another. One week they're saying he's the best thing since sliced bread. The next thing they're saying is absolutely rubbish. So, you know, maybe we should, uh, you know, keep keep our, uh, our judgment on him in reserve until we see him for a while. Um I thought Pedro was good as well, by the way. I thought he put that goal away brilliantly. Um, but I tell you who really is, is, is impressing me, and we, we talked about this on the show on Monday, and that's the fact that uh, Jorginho, uh, you know, you don't really notice him in a weird sense. He just gets on with what he does. But what he does, he does brilliantly, I think, Kerry. You know, the way he, he links the play, the fact that he's always looking to move it forward and, and quickly – and I'm beginning to realise, actually, you know, why Sarri was so keen to bring him in. Because in a sense, he he is, uh, you know, he, he orchestrates everything on the pitch. And in a sense, I think he, he dictates how, how we play. And I, you can see that him and Sarri have got a great bond in that respect, do you think? Yes, I can see, <clears throat> I can see that. And uh, it was always going to be difficult for him um, going into what is now called Kante's position, really, and effectively playing there. Um, Sarri, for his, uh, to his own credit, realised that uh, Kante is a world-class player and he, he, he's better to adapt in that position. Um, I think the pair of them are pretty much givens at the moment on their form. And uh, yes, um, Jorginho is doing well. Um, Kante is also doing well, I have to say, um, in a slightly different position. I, I somehow still have my doubts. I'm not sure it's... It's the answer. But while Chelsea keep winning, um, it obviously is the answer. Um, I, I, I still don't know. Jorginho is doing well. Don't get me wrong. Um, you, anyone who listens to me talk uh, know I have a bit of a downer on holding midfield players. And, you know, we've got a holding midfield player now playing right of a three. Um, and doing it all OK. They're, they're, they're both working fine and the, the team is doing well and it's functioning. So I don't really have a problem. But... Whether it works in an ideal world, and I'll just look at the likes of City when they bring in a Riyad Mahrez, someone who adds something a bit more dynamic in their midfield. And, you know, they have holding midfield players as such, but they still have a, have a little bit more, you know. And I'm not saying either of them do need to have more, but in a roundabout way, I I am. Um, I'm, I'm saying holding, slick passing, short passing, keep the ball in that area is not going to be enough when, when we play top side. Someone's got to 
someone's got to find that little bit more. The emphasis is being on that third midfielder, the Ross Barkley's, uh, uh, Kovacic, um, the Loftus Cheek, or, or the forwards, or the brilliance of Hazard and so on, to find that bit extra. We argue we're not the same without Hazard because he's a creative player. You know, we've got a lot of defensive players in the side, although I'm not saying we're a defensive team, but we're first and foremost defensive-minded. And in tight games and tough games, it's only the brilliance, I believe, of Eden Hazard that is the difference for us going forward. And in the tight games, you can't look to anyone else if he's not about to create these chances. So that's why I say someone has got to take on that little, the mantle of doing that little bit more and finding that little bit more creativity. It's not just enough to be slick, keep the ball, keep it moving uh, and do nothing else. Football is about an, is an art and it's about creating goals and the ability to score and create goals. And someone's got to find it, I'm afraid. Yeah, I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't disagree with that at all. Uh, you know, and I and I see what you mean when you've got Kovacic, uh, Jorginho, and Kante playing as the midfield three. And in in many respects, that's why I like to see Barkley playing in midfield because I think he can give you that. But you know, he had a bit of an off day on Saturday, which does happen. And you know, you could argue that William and Hazard, you know, are a bit too similar in in some respects in terms of the way they play. They cut in a lot. Uh, Pedro, I think, definitely gives us a goal threat. He, he's prepared to have a shot, you know. So I, I don't think we're bereft of creativity, but you know, I agree with you. It's, at the end of the day, it's about creating chances and putting them away. Uh, and uh, if you do that, you win matches. And on that point, Kerry, um, you know, I, I, we've got to really hand a lot of credit, I think, to Sarri because you know we're, we're still unbeaten. I think we're actually the the only unbeaten team in all of the five major leagues in Europe. Uh, and we have played some good football. We're scoring a lot of goals. But I'll tell you what's really impressed me most. And I think, in a sense, the, the game against Palace exemplified that. And it's that we seem to have a really good team spirit there. You know, we score a lot of goals towards the end of matches. And we often score having gone behind. And I think that there's a real bond there that he's creating, which I'm very impressed with. Yes, um, you know, we, we go back to the teams of the past. The, the Chelsea team, which won the league a few seasons back. The Leicester side that won the, se- won the season before that. Um, team spirit. You know, you wouldn't say a lot of them players in either of the sides were greats. Um, there were one or two outstanding players. There were a few exceptional players. But um, the, the thing that really won it for, uh, for both sets of uh, teams, as far as I'm concerned, is the team spirit, the team epic, um, how it worked together. And, you know, it, it doesn't, does count for a lot. One thing is for sure, if you haven't got a team spirit, you definitely won't be winning anything um, because it creates uh, controversy, it creates ill feeling in the dressing room. Um, whether they're great players or otherwise, if uh, if it's not playing as a unit and not working for each other, you can have as many great players as you like, but you won't win football matches. And uh, team spirit is the most important thing and the bonding that Sarri has got together and he's got in the dressing room um, has been absolutely magnificent. And I still say a lot of credit from my perspective, goes down to the manager for that, for making that happen. We've seen managers come in. We've seen managers lose it. We've seen managers come in and try and change things. You look back and think of all the managers and what they've done. And the ones that have succeeded are the ones that have had the team spirit. And when the team spirit goes, then the manager goes. Yeah, absolutely spot on. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chich, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. 
the thought of missing my beloved blue boy's life. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match, and they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow, great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month, and you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK, and best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Right, let's uh, turn our attention to uh, tonight's Europa Cup game uh, against Bartej Borisov in uh, Belarus. Uh, which I don't think we've ever gone to before. But anyway, um, he's travelled without uh, Marcus Alonso, David Luiz, Antonio Rudiger. Uh, so that's three out of the four of our main defence. And it looks like he's giving Maratta a rest uh, on the basis that he, you know, he seems that, to think he's he's done okay in the last few games. Uh, so maybe, you know, having a rest and having a bit of a train might do him good. I know you'll disagree with that fundamentally. But I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I think this this also taps into, you know, what he was saying in the press last week that he was a bit worried about, uh, you know, the need to rotate the squad. We got 15 games in 60 days, uh, and he's concerned about fatigue setting in. So, I'm 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 a bit conflicted as to what to do. Really, I always like to see our best team start, but I can understand where he's coming from. I mean, do you, do you share that view, Kerry? I think Chelsea are well placed in the group. Um, I think uh, with the teams that we've got in front of us um, in this group, I think uh, the rotation, the squad rotation can actually work quite well. I don't see, um, it's a bit like uh, certain games in the Carabao Cup or the FA Cup, if you like, Um, pick a team to win a game. Um, It's not going to be easy, but, you know, uh, the likes of Christensen, Kale, Olivier Giroud, these players who are going to play, um, they're not poor players. They're good players. They're internationals, you know. Um, and they do need game time. I'm not going to say it's easy. Their, their um, problem is going to be turn it on straight away and, and, and carry on as if you're the normal player, not the player that's been out for three, four, five weeks or whatever and, and not played many games. Um, that's the problem that these people are going to face if, if I assume that they play. But um, nevertheless... This is what's uh, the problem they're going to have to overcome, and, and, and I'm sure they will. I, I think that uh, it's more uh, they're more than capable of handling um, Barté away from home, and, and and I think Chelsea have got more than enough in their squad. You know, the lot of sequel will pretty much come in as well. I would imagine. I'm not trying to pick his team, but th- th- this is the sort of situation 
that these players can come in and actually give Sari something to think about. Um, all, all of them have to do that. Whether they've had game time or not remains to be seen. And you're quite right. The, the likes of Morata on what he's done so far, he's pretty much pencilled himself in. Giroud's uh, problem is going to be get in, hit the ground running, score a couple of goals, keep Morata on his toes and give Sarri a thought that, uh, hold on, the position's not totally done for yet. So uh, don't forget about me. And, uh, you know, there's plenty to play for for lots of players. Least of all, the fact that I think Chelsea win tonight, I think they're pretty much through to the final 32. So, you know, um, one assumes they will win. They've got a bit good enough squad. They're well placed. And if anything untoward was to happen, um, they should comfortably win one of two, one of the other two games left remaining. But I don't see a problem tonight. No, I mean I don't. I, I thought uh, I thought Barthes were very poor when I when I saw them play at the Bridge, uh, and that was with our kind of you know second string, if you see what I mean. So I don't I don't really see we should have a problem. Uh, I mean the other interesting thing about tonight is of course he has taken Eden Hazard, who arguably. You know, if anybody does need a rest uh, or a bit of protection, it would be him. And of course, Jorginho will probably be playing when I thought he might have got a rest because uh, Fabregas has withdrawn because he's he's ill. Uh, so ironically, I think some players who perhaps might have gained from having a rest are probably going to have to play. But uh, I know that you and I love seeing Eaton has a play, so we won't be disappointed about that at all, will we? No, 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 not at all. Um, uh, there's always a good to have a safeguard. Looking from Sari's point of view, if they were to win tonight, you know, it wouldn't really matter what side they put out in the next couple of games. But the result, I think, if the results go correctly, um, and they are through. Um, I'm not saying he could put out any side because you've got to put out a side, but um, he can pretty much do what he wants for the next two games. That gives him some leeway in this congested fixture list that uh, becomes Chelsea's Christmas period. And uh, so to go and win tonight uh, is an added incentive and, um, you know, something which I'm sure he's thought about. Mm, Absolutely. Now, uh, after they've got uh, the match uh, tonight out of the way, uh, we've got Everton uh, on uh, on Sunday, uh, another kind of early Sunday afternoon kickoff. Um, I mean, you know, Everton had a, had a bit of a dodgy start, and of course they got their their new manager Silver. And uh, but I think I think they're beginning to turn it around. I mean, their recent results have been have been okay. Again, you know, it, it's not you know it's not going to be an easy match at all, is it? No, I think um, I think uh, Chelsea. Um, versus Everton is a great fixture. I have very fond memories of it for lots of times um, playing against a good side. And, you know, I, I think Chelsea will win the game, um, but you're quite right. They, they've picked up of late and they've got some good players. Um, perhaps it's finally starting, the penalty's finally starting to drop for them as well, you know, about what they've got to do, what their players they're playing in and around them um, are capable of. And, uh, you know, their, their fortunes have taken an upturn of late, but I still think uh, Chelsea should have too much for them. I've, I've got to be honest, um, and, and and I look forward to our unbeaten run continuing. I, I, I look for their positives and I look for what they've got, and, and I still see weaknesses in, in in areas all over the field, even though they you know they have picked up of late. And, um, you know, I, I, I do really think that Chelsea will take all three points. You seem pretty confident that we'll, we'll put them away. Obviously, being at home, you would expect us to uh, to, to be the slight favourites or even bigger favourites. Yeah, we will be. 
No, we would be favourites, that's for sure. Um, and, and as I say, we've had a few problems away from home um, with various sides um, over the years, but certainly at home. And I'll say that they have caused one or two problems for us at home, but uh, I do feel on this occasion Chelsea will, will be too strong in this fixture. Yeah, I mean, they, you know, their recent form away from home, I mean, they lost 2-1 against United at Old Trafford, uh, um, but they beat Leicester, you know, just before that. So, I mean, as I said, they're, they're that kind of side, that, you know, if they turn up on their day, they're a, they're a decent side and they can cause anybody trouble, but, you know, equally they can turn up and be beaten. So, it's one of those where you don't really know. But like you, I think in the form that we're in, uh, given that it shouldn't be too much of a hard uh, match tonight and, you know, the key players get a rest. Morata, obviously, we know is getting a rest. You know, I would expect us to win. And, of course, if we do, you know, like last week, we'll keep that, that pressure on. You know, City's, City have got United. and I mean, I would expect them to win that because they're a very good side. But uh, it is a local derby. Anything can happen. So again, we have an opportunity to keep in there fighting at the top of the table. Maybe you know, pick up an advantage over one or two others as well, or at least catch City up. So massive match, isn't it? Well, uh, you, you'd expect to, on current form, City to win probably every game, mm. apart from the fixtures against Chelsea and Liverpool, because they're, they're the better side. Um, you know, and, and the other two, many people expect to win as well. But you know, we've just got to keep pace with them, as I've said before. Um, things can change. You, you just keep winning your games, um, keep yourself in the race, and then come every March time, things can happen. You know, injuries, uh, suspensions, anything can happen. Loss of form, and all of a sudden, providing we're in there with the points and and mixing it with uh, uh, City and Liverpool, then we'll have a good chance, um, as good a chance as anyone. We've got to maintain our form, keep picking up the points. At the moment, I think City are looking incredibly good, um, but. I kind of remember that sort of happening last season. When you think back to the individual performances, Kevin De Bruyne at this sort of stage of the season last year was away and gone player of the year. He ended up losing it to Mo Salah, who had an outstanding second half of the season and and was pipped. That's the sort of situation that uh, could happen uh, with a team. And uh, if Chelsea are in there, we could be this season's Mo Salah and... uh, Pip Chelsea at the, uh, in the at the time that matters, mm. and Pip uh, City at the time that matters. Well, let's hope so. I mean, you know, as I said, you know, City at the moment they're top uh, on twenty nine points. We've got twenty seven. So, if United beat them and we beat Everton, uh, we will be top because our goal difference is better than Liverpool, who I presume will win. I can't remember who they're playing now. City's goal difference is way ahead of everybody. So it just shows you it, it's it is pretty close at the top, even though. You know, most people recognise how good City are. Now, I do remember, uh, thinking of, uh, we were talking a minute ago about you playing against Everton. I remember you scored a fantastic goal up at uh, Goodison Park, um, 1991, I think. Do you remember that? Well, I remember a few good goals up at Everton, uh, against Everton, home and away, but I think I know the one you're talking about. Um, Walloped it in the top corner yeah. from the right-hand side, just outside the penalty. That's area. the one, yeah, against Neville Southall. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I do remember it. And, uh, as I say, I've got many good good memories um, of Everton fixtures, and um, hopefully I'll have a good memory of watching them this weekend. Yep, I second that completely, mate. Um, I know you'll be there. Enjoy your day. Uh, and uh, where, where are you going to be doing the hospitality on Sunday? Yes, um, hospitality, um, meeting and greet, um, the, the punters that be, um, on Sunday. And, um, 
Well, I'll endeavour to watch the game from somewhere. Yeah, brilliant stuff. All right, mate. Um, it's an international break next weekend, so we may not be on air next Thursday unless we decide to. I haven't decided myself yet. Um, so if I don't speak to you next week, I'll definitely speak to you to the, uh, the week after when I think it's uh, it's Fulham, isn't it, next? Or I can't remember. But anyway, we'll figure it out. Mate, have a cracking weekend and uh, I'll speak to you soon. OK, cheers, Dave. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times.